my name is Michael Bozzi. Welcome to my podcast, Marketing Without the Marketing. Glad that you could join me today because I'm in the middle of a deep dive on SEO, a series that I'm producing throughout the fall here. And you might be thinking, oh, wait, the podcast is called Marketing Without the Marketing. So clearly it's about marketing or about doing it in a different way or whatever. Uh, why SEO? Well, because SEO is a critical part of any marketing program. And you may have heard people say, as I have heard, uh, oh, SEO is overrated, or I don't think that you really need it, or I think I can get by without it. Well, you know, I'm going to be making my case throughout the series that that's not the case. But I wanted to devote an episode to talking about exactly why SEO is so critical to any content strategy. Anyone who's doing any marketing has to do that, has to do some form of SEO. Even if it's a, you know, a fairly light program, it's still really important. And look, I'll take it one step further. I could make a pretty good argument that SEO is the most important part of any marketing program. And all I would have to do to convince you is to pull back the curtain on the data of any one of my clients, which of course I would never do. But if we did, what you would see is this, the very same fingerprint on SEO. When we look at site inlets, number one is search. So that's SEO. With a wide gap in between that and number two, which is email. And then social is a very distant third. Now, I don't mean to say social is not important. It is. It's often the very first thing that people uh, encounter about you or your business or your brand. And email is immensely important. Uh, I call that your conversion instrument. But SEO, as far as just getting people to your site and starting the process, email and social contribute to that, to be sure. But search is playing a huge role in that of my business and the business of all of the clients that I work with. And that's often the case before they even are working with me. So it's not, not necessarily based on my efforts uh, once I'm actually working hand-in-hand -hand with a client. Now, site inlets, look, that's not the only measure, but it's key because it measures two things, right? One is new users. So that's the very start of a relationship, someone who has searched and has arrived at your site. Awesome. And of course, number two is return users, those coming back. And the cool thing about that is there's some reason for that. And SEO also helps you uncover that. And Google, of course, lets you see both right? Measurements around this so that you can actually take an action around that. And that's all a part of SEO too. But in either case, right? New users, return users, there has to be some level of trust or that visit is not going to happen, whether it's a brand new person or someone who's coming back, right? So in that first case with the person who's come a complete newbie to your site and what you do. This is the very start of relationship. And look, this one is a lot more challenging, right? If someone has never encountered you or what you know or what you can do to help, if they haven't, this hasn't happened yet, why should they trust you? And what's more is that your platform for actually proving yourself is very limited because it's, you know, it's Google's window, right? In effect, you get what Google gives to you if you are so lucky that they even serve you in search. Let me explain what I mean by that. So first, can you get on page one, right? This is absolutely critical, a key part of SEO, right? If you can't get on page one, you're going to have trouble connecting with people. 
right? Uh, the stats on this is that the number one position in Google on page one gets 33% of the search traffic. So in other words, a third of the people who've searched for something, uh, a third of those are going to click on the number one link past the ads and all the first organic link. Um, and then uh, 90 something percent, it's 90 to 95 percent, uh, never go past page one, right? So if you're on page two, only 5 to 10% of people are even ever going to see you, right? So you, it really is important for you to, to be on page one. And obviously, that's a big crux or one of the reasons that people even think uh, to, to want to start SEO, right? I want to get on page one. But then let's say that you do. You get very few characters, very limited real estate to make your case, right? You get a title of your page or your post, has that title sparked my interest as a searcher? You get a link with the full URL listed of your site, and does it seem trustworthy to me as a searcher? And then you get 300 characters of meta description, right? And in that, can you sell the click to seal the deal and get someone to go through and, uh, and actually view the content that you've prepped for them? That's not a lot of real estate on, uh, on Google's page of search results. So can you make your case in that limited amount of space? Well, sure you can. And this is why these three things, the title, the URL, that slug in the URL, uh, that meta description, that's why these three things are so important and they're a key part of SEO. Now, I don't mean to intimidate you or make you sort of freeze up because those three things are so important because the good news is with SEO, you don't need to be an expert in this, right? You just need to know your customers and, and, and to try to be able to anticipate what it is that they want. You can do that. And here's the thing. SEO actually helps you get better at that. But I want to caution you on this. For those folks who are maybe unconvinced that SEO is worthwhile or whatever, SEO is not a silver bullet, right? It's only one facet of your marketing program. It's not the only thing. You can't only do SEO and expect to have your business take off. But it affects nearly everything that you do. All of the content that's involved in, well, think, think of this, your website, right? The core of your content strategy, uh, domain level authority helps all of your pages on your site. Blogging, of course, that's really key because it's serving up fresh content with tight orthogonal topics, uh, pieces that are easily shareable uh, with good entry points to answer those questions that people are typing into search engines. Awesome. And we might think of things that are similar to blogging in short to medium pieces of shareable content, like podcasting, right? You're getting links back from Apple. That's awesome, right? One of the largest companies in the world. Or uh, vlogging, right? Doing videos where you're getting links back from YouTube, which, oh, wait, hold on, is a part of Google and is the world's second biggest search engine behind Google itself, right? So those two Google properties, Google and YouTube, are number one and number two in search. And there's more to this too. Like think of other strategies that are going to help you out with, with SEO, guest posting or doing uh, interviews on someone else's podcast. So you're getting backlinks or email marketing, right? Huge driver of site inlets, as I mentioned before. Uh, eBooks, 
they don't do a ton for you on, on their own, right? Because Google's not scanning PDFs, or at least not yet, except that they're on some form of capture page or a landing page. And landing pages are immensely important because they accumulate authority. And if they do, if you can succeed with that, um, it's now a functional entry point where you can drive a particular action that you want. So if those accumulate authority, you're in really good shape. Um, there's webinars or live video, right? You put a link on those landing page, more site inlets, more site authority, or mini courses. I do this on my the courses that I produce and the ones that I do for my clients and try to build them on site so that they count as page visits. This is better than doing them on, you know, LinkedIn Learning or Udemy or whatever, because that's on someone else's site. If we do it on our own sites, hey, guess what? People are there interacting with the content, staying on page, watching a video, all that contributes to your site authority. There's countless other things too. I mean, even press releases and other traditional media, even those uh, put in backlinks for you. So there's this whole host of activities that you're doing that are going to contribute to your SEO. Any content that you're producing, you want to be at least doing a light touch, uh, you know, some polish of SEO on that because all of this is contributing to your content strategy. So to bring this all home, SEO is definitely a key part of any marketing program that you're doing, and it's definitely a key part of any content strategy. You don't need to be an expert, but you do need to get up to speed, learn some functional aspects of it so that you can even do it in a light way. You don't want to waste all that effort that you're putting into your content, your content strategy, and not get as much out of it as you possibly can, right? That's that's why we do this, to have an impact. And SEO helps with that. All right, I'll stop there. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate this. As I've mentioned in prior episodes, I'm building a whole online course around this. You can see all of my courses at controlmousemedia.com slash courses. Left a link in the show notes for you so that that's easy. Um, I've got this entire series called The Core Concepts of Content Strategy. That includes email strategy, social media strategy, and of course, the SEO basics course, uh, all of which I've mentioned here in this episode. Sign up to be notified when any of those are ready, uh, and you'll be the first to know. All right, so thank you again. Next up in the series, we're going to talk about people. I said that SEO is about connecting. We're connecting with people, and we're going to do that in the next segment. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode.